Welcome to Trade Centre Live, brought to you by Sportsmate and Footy Live, where we talk all things trades, bringing you all the breaking news and real opinions from real fans. Hashtag Trade Centre Live to get involved. And each day, we're going to speak to two big fans about their beloved clubs, followed by a live 4pm show to wrap up your daily trade news, which is exactly what we're doing now. We've also got some polls and content on the Footy Live app in the Trade Centre tab. So go on there now. There's some polls there to vote on. I'm going to read out some results as well very, very shortly. Today, we spoke to the, we spoke about the Blues with Jed Zetzer from the Blues Footy Podcast. Check that one out on the, the catch-up tab there. And Luke McGuire from the GWS Cheer Squad. Uh, not really. He's just a footy, footy genius who can speak about any team in the competition at great depth. And uh, before we speak to Luke now for today's news, head to the Footy Live app to catch up on those fan chats, as I said, in the catch-up tab or on our Insta page for all the updates and links. So it's live on Instagram. So go on there now and check it out. It is 4 p.m., so it means it's time to wrap up the trade news of the day. And joining me to do that again is Mr. Luke McGuire. How are you, Lukey? I'm all right. Bit of a quiet day again, but again, I know. Well, we we had our chat against uh, about GWS though, so yeah, that was all right. At least there was something to do. What have you been doing today besides chatting to me and checking out the news? Well, I got FIFA last night. That came in the mail, so I've been on that. Oh. Event. That's been fun. Very good. I'm actually. I want to check that out. To be honest, I want to play. Have you got the PS5 yet, or is it still the PS4? Still the PS4, PS5. Uh, it's just too hard to get your hands on at the moment. It is. I think you go on and got got to go on a waiting list or something. Uh, but I'm keen. I'm keen to play it. Who's your your team of choice for this year? I go West Ham. Go with the Bloods. Oh, that's right. You were in a West Ham beanie the other day. I was. Yeah. Good stuff. Hey, we're going to talk about the news of the day very shortly. First, you made some polls this morning, Lukey, and you yep. put them in the. Uh, in the app, and the first one was, will Lewis Young be a Carlton player by the end of today? 66.7% of people voted yes, he will be a Carlton player by the end of the day. Well, you're wrong, unless something dramatically changes in the next uh, hour. But no, it hasn't happened yet, um, but 66% of people thought it would. Or the second one was, what do you think about pick 20 for Callum Coleman-Jones? Now, 44%, which was the highest percentage, said that was fair value. Thirty-three percent said it's overs. Twenty-two percent said it's unders. What do you think, Luke? I think I said the other day that twenty was fair. So it is fair. Thanks for the, thanks for the people for agreeing with me. They all agreed with you, as they do on many things, apart from your Jordan Dawson little um, that's fair comment yesterday, which we will, we will revisit. Uh, who would benefit more from adding Tim O'Brien to their list, the Bulldogs or Port Adelaide? Seventy-five, a whopping seventy-five percent said the Bulldogs. Do you agree with that, Luke? Yeah, I agree with that. I think um, his sort of marking ability gives him a bit more than well, Port Adelaide have you know they've stacked up and left that forward line anyway. So I think yeah. he's could use someone like Tim O'Brien. That's right. Hey, who wins this trade? Jordan Dawson for Adelaide's pick four. You put on fifty-five percent people agreed with you. Actually, Sydney. Yeah, the smart people. Yeah. That's right. 55% said Sydney, 45% said Adelaide. My God, what's going on with the world? Hey, the first um, player to move um, got done. The trade got done today, this afternoon. So Collingwood, they've gained Nathan Kruger from Geelong and Magpies made a late pick swap to add that man who is primarily a defender as he was at the Cats. But I think they're going to play him up forward, the Pies. And the Pies sent pick 41 and got Kruger plus pick 55. What did you make of that? Yeah, good trade from Collingwood. 
and he'll get plenty of opportunities. And if he gets a good preseason under his belt, I think the sky's full limit for him. Uh, played, yeah, played a couple of games down back for Geelong, but um, people, yeah, he will play forward. Mason Cox might not be there, so definitely um, plenty of room to work with. Yeah, he only played the two games, like you said, and one of them was was against North. Did you make much of him? Did you notice him at all? Uh, not really. I think the ball spent a lot of time in Geelong's forward line. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's fair enough too. He's 22 years old. He's, he played the sand fully, played 13 games there, played 19 VFL games in 2019 and 2021, and then the two games this year. So I haven't seen much of him, to be honest. I don't really know what to expect. Just we know he's versatile, he's tall, he can take a grab. So hopefully for the Pies it works out because they do need a tall forward who can take some grabs and alleviate pressure because, I don't know, other than Brody Majek, really, they struggled to connect up. Actually, when Elliot was up there, he played like a tall forward. So, I mean – you get someone like this who can hopefully grow and mature and then they've got a, a target up forward, but we will wait and see. The, the other deal they got done yesterday was the first uh, trade done was the pick swap from Collingwood and Gold Coast. So Gold Coast gave pick 22, 46, 58, 79 and a future fourth. And the Pies gave a future second, third, and fourth rounder. So that obviously paves the way for Nick Dacos to get in and helped kind of um, get a deal for, for Kruger. And then Lipinski, they're hoping to get in the door as well. But it just means, though, Luke, that next year their draft hand is going to be pretty shocking, to be honest. But do you think this works out for the Pies or is it dangerous? No, yeah, I think it was good business from them. I mean, Dacos is. Oh, a few months ago, it was probably the clear number one player in the draft. Obviously, now there's Jason Horn, Francis, mm. likely to head to North. But no, I think I think good business from Collingwood, and I also think it benefits the Suns, who um will have a good hand next year, which is the draft they've said they're going to concentrate on. Yeah, there's huge pressure on Dacos, though, man, because mm. he comes in now, and he's he's the, basically the only one they're getting in of high talent. I mean, Kruger and Lipinski, maybe they can add something, but they've got no one else really in the draft that's going to be high quality talent other than him. So, he, you know, you, you're going to hope that he performs from round one or dominates from round one. What about the pressure on him though? Oh, a lot of pressure, but I think he's going to, he's obviously going to need some help around him. I think side bottom had a quiet 2021 uh, Pendlebury also to another extent had a quiet uh, campaign. So he's mm. definitely going to be pressure on him, no doubt. Yeah, he will. I hope I hope he does well though. And Pendlebury re-signing, which he re-signed today, is also great news for them because there was a little bit of chatter earlier when he said he wasn't um, wasn't against, I guess, looking at other options maybe to get uh, to move on to coaching and that sort of thing. But he's signed on now, which is great—a two-year contract extension until twenty twenty-three. So fantastic news for the Pies to have him around there, some experience. That's good. See if the draft go, uh, the the trade goes well. Then they get some um, uh, Dacos in on the draft. If everything goes well, Lukey, where do they finish next year? The Pies. Yeah, well, they'll get Darcy Moore back as well, and mm. have a, they'll have a proper preseason, unlike sort of last season where everything was pushed back quite a bit. I still don't think they're a top eight caliber side at full strength. I think mm. I'm going to say twelfth on the ladder in 2022 with a nine or ten wins to their name. Yeah, I think they've they've still got a lot of maturing to do. They played some youngsters though, so that was good. But what do you think when you heard the news of Scott Pendlebury this morning? Yeah, I'm glad he's gone again. I've always admired Pendlebury, definitely a, a silky, silky mover. And I'm keen to see how he finishes his career uh, with a new coach at the helm as well. Mm. Hey, he he finished third in the best and fairest this year, and that made it his thirteenth the thirteenth time he's finished top three in the Copeland Trophy from the last fifteen seasons. Not bad, is it? Phenomenal. Yeah. 
Uh, he's, he's a gun. Hey, do you reckon they change um, captain? Like, do, do you think next year, you know, you'd, you'd like it's a new era for the Pies and you'd probably give it to somebody else to kind of mature and let, I don't know, Pendlebury kind of guide them? Yeah, definitely. That's, yeah, that's a good point. Darcy Moore probably yeah. one day look to, to to take that captaincy role. Other than him, Taylor Adams, definitely a, a contender there too. Mm, yeah, not bad. Yeah, I reckon I reckon Darcy Moore, you probably spot on with that. Hey, Petrovsky Seaton from from Carlton, he wants to go to West Coast and start fresh. And he probably needs a fresh start. But it means the Blues maybe they only get a late third round pick because West Coast want to hold on to their um first three picks, which are 10, 29, and 35, I think. And I mean, he was taking pick six by Carlton six years ago and he hasn't really done much. And even though, like he's flown off to Western Australia and even Michael Voss has come in and I don't know if he's tried to have a chat chat to him or whatever it is, but he's not keen to come back at all. So something's going to have to go. And, and West Coast have basically said they'll give up pick 52, I think. Uh, what do you make of that, Luke? Yeah, 52 is probably about right. Yeah, it's a shame to see sort of how far he's come down after being taken with that uh, pick six, like you said. Yeah, hasn't shown enough really. He only managed 14 games this year and he's probably not worth that 35th pick anyway, which West Coast want to hold on to. So he'll make his way there. Hopefully um, he lifts his game a bit more and yeah, 52 should get that deal done. Mm, he was shut down back this year by Teague. I don't think it suited him. I mean, I think he wants to play like that high half forward, maybe run in the mid. I don't know if he's fit enough, but, you know, wants to run in the mid sometimes. Do you think he can turn it around and be a half-decent player? Yeah, definitely. I think he's – we haven't seen much of his speed. I think he's got a bit bit in the tank. He's good with the ball. Um, yeah, a few midfield minutes. I mean, we'll probably touch on this later with Sam Pepper as well, but that midfield mm. aging a little bit. So if he can, you know, bring his best – there's definitely a spot for him. Yeah, it's disappointing because he showed glimpses. You know, when he first started coming at pick six as well, I thought he'd be an excitement machine, a bit of dash and dare. It just didn't show much. His decision-making was pretty poor for mine, I think. And then when you move him down back as well, that it, it's it's you put pressure on a player down back, to their decision-making. I don't think it suited him that well. I'm not sure. Do you like his little rat style? You, you, oh, you had one at one stage, didn't you, Luke? Oh, uh, I'm actually going to get a mullet soon. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, yeah, I'm a fan. I don't know. It adds a bit of adds a bit of difference, you know. Get That's the, right. Get we ahead. talk about superheroes. You know, your lecturer, Sam Duncan, he loves superheroes. And sometimes he thinks that you can like kicking goals is the only thing that makes a superhero. I think you gotta be a little bit different and out there. And I think something like a mullet or a rat's tail or a beard makes you stand out a little bit. If he okay. if he turns into a good player, maybe you know they they do those nab um and you let little yeah, yeah. That, that maybe a Patricia Seaton might be the next one. What do you reckon? Well, Zach Tui got one, so I guess anyone <laughs> can get one. Not saying Zach Tui's bad, but, you know. Yeah, no, that's, that's true. Hey, Coleman Jones will revisit it here because basically what's happened is the Tigers want pick 20, the Roos want to give up pick 38, and they've basically said, hey, you can take 38 or nothing. What do you think is going <laughs> to play out here? Well, North have the leverage, so any trade dealings that don't really work out from Richmond's perspective or that they, that they might think don't work, or well, North can just walk him through to the preseason draft. Mm. Uh, but teams obviously want to operate in good faith, but, you know, North have, North have the, um, the box seat for the deal. They do. I think that one of the arguments was that, you know, Ruckman don't really – um, deserve a, a you know a high pick or anything like that. Like then you know, I don't know if that's because he's a forward as well. Like he he can play ruck and forward. He's a good mark. Seen a bit from him. I think he's a bit harsh. 
Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. I think, yeah, as a as that hybrid who can kick a goal, go on the ruck, I think he's worth it. Mm. Hey, where do North finish next year if they get this deal done and they have a good preseason? Luke, where do they finish next year? First. No. First? <laughs> so, uh, I'm sure we'll get off the bottom. I'm optimistic. I think yeah. around that 14th, 15th, maybe that'll that'll be good. Yeah, David Noble, it looks like he's turned that club around. I really like him, and I'm a big fan. We'll talk about North, obviously, later in the week. I think maybe we've got a Friday chat or something like that about North, but I'm really – I like him. I like David Noble. Yeah. What have you made – What was give a rating out of 10 of David Noble's first season. Probably considering what he walked into, I'll give him an 8, 8.5. Mm. We'll go 8.5. I'll yeah. like what he's been able to do. Love it. Another coach, well, he's just become a coach basically, is uh, Neville Jetta. He's going to be on at the pies as a development coach, which is good for Collingwood because they want to fast track the, you know, the education of its young list. So that's going to be boosted, I reckon, by Neville Jetta. It's a good move. You happy with that? Yeah, plenty of experience, 159 games across 13 years for Melbourne, uh, and he's going to be mentoring those young players that come through. So that will be Nick mm. Davos, those type of players. Yeah, so definitely good pull for Collingwood. Yeah, I always think it's good to have young coaches like straight out. And even even player managers, when I talked to Brett Delidio during the year and he said that sometimes, because he's a player agent, and they can really relate to him because they're fresh out of the game. So I think getting those young coaches in when, it, when you're going through a mini rebuild is going to help a lot because you can relate to the players a bit more, talk to them on the same level. So I really like that. And we saw this year with with Melbourne, obviously they weren't young coaches, but we saw how coaches behind the scenes could make a huge difference, like Choco Williams, Adam Uze, that sort of thing. So, I mean, they're, they're very important, those development coaches. So good move for the Pies. I like that one. Let's talk about your love because you used the L word yesterday about Jordan Dawson. I couldn't believe it. Nearly fell off my chair. You said he's one of the best players you've ever seen in your lifetime. Now, Sydney think the same way as you because they think that they this is a quote, he's the best player on the market. They said, and he'd go in the top ten if the of the draft if, if he was available. So the Crows own picks four and twenty three, but Sydney will not accept twenty three at this stage. So you you still reckon well and truly pick four is what he's worth? Yeah, well, pick four basically turns into pick six. Mm. Uh, he came third in the BNF in a fifteen win season, so I definitely I definitely think he's worth that much. I feel like it's just going to be one of those deadline type operations, you mm. know, just talk through through the first eight days and it'll just get done uh, last minute. Yeah, that's right. He's going to hit the primary his career, really. 24 years old, finished third, like you said, in the best and fairest. The team that won 15 games is pretty good. Pretty decent player. So, and he's, and he's, uh, you said you played like him as well. Left foot, great decision maker, not scared of anything, just an absolute talent. Yeah, that sounds right. Yep, sounds right. Robbie Tarrant, you wanted to make a comment. We talked about him yesterday, but you wanted to talk about him again today. You're very harsh on him off camera, uh, off the mic, before you said that he wasn't that good. But uh, what do you want to say about Robbie Tarrant now? No, no, I just think he's one of the best players to ever play for North Melbourne. Mm. So have you thought about the the fact that if he comes to the Tigers, he's going to win a flag? How much will that break your heart when he lifts the, the cup? Well, that's never going to happen, so that doesn't really matter. Um, I just hope he, he plays a few good games and a few of the Tigers' losses. And do you I, honestly reckon the Tigers are not not in the hunt for an no, I, I do think they're in the hunt. I think Robbie Tarrant puts him in the hunt, to be honest. Yeah, Robbie Tarrant alone. <laughs> <laughs> if, if Robbie Tarrant was the only player out there for Richmond, I think they'd still be all right. 
that's right. You do love Robbie Tarrant. Hey, Pal Pepper, which is probably one of the last we'll talk about today because there hasn't been that much news, to be honest, but he's obviously got that desire um, to get more midfield minutes, I think. And he was emergency in, in the final series. I think, well, he was yeah, the, the sub, the medical sub. So um, he's contracted for two more years, but he looks like he might want to head West. And I think West Coast might be interested in getting him. But the question is, will that, will that deal happen? And secondly, will West Coast, can West Coast guarantee him the midfield minutes that he wants? I think the deal, uh, I think it does get done. I think he makes his way over to West uh, West Coast, I'll say. Um, yeah, Port Adelaide have said they're not going to stand in his way. Um, and, yeah, like I said before, that, that West Coast midfield is aging. Pal Pepper's 23. I think he makes his way into that midfield. If it's not in 2022, it'll be in, in the following years. Mm, that's right. Hey, would you ever do the shaved head, the Pal Pepper? I don't think so. I don't think it suits you, but it suits uh, him, doesn't he? He's probably yeah. only the young bald player. I think that it actually looks pretty good. Just makes him look even tougher. Which is yeah, he tough. does look tough, doesn't he? Yeah. I hope it do. He, I reckon he deserves some midfield minutes. Even when he came on, mm. being that medical sub, he makes an instant impact, doesn't he? Super sub, yeah. I mean, it's you always want those players to sort of start on the field, but obviously he's sort of pushed out due to some other good players like Butters and, um, and Dersma. But, yeah, I think he deserves some more minutes. Hey, where do Port finish next year? I'm going to say fifth. I think they're still there. I don't think they'll be as good as they were this year. Mm. There's a bit of a shame because they had a golden opportunity again in the inner prelim at home. They were never going to beat the Tigers the year before. We know that. But they had a great opportunity and they just got blown off the park. So I'd be disappointed in that. And uh, we'll see what happens in, in the trade period. Uh, that's pretty much all the news. Just a recap, the only deal they got done, including a player, was uh, Nathan Kruger, who's gone from Geelong to the Pies. So respecting tomorrow, hopefully, a really busy day. Luke, what time tomorrow is the first deal going to get done? Well, I think yesterday I said this time today. You did. Um, you were pretty much spot on. Oh, yeah. Yeah, thanks. Um, hours out. I think I'll go uh, – I think 11 a.m. Young will go to uh, Carlton. Mm. Yeah, they're expected. Well, as we said, it was like, what was it, over 66% thought that that would happen today. So I think it's going to happen tomorrow. But I think that's all the news uh, of the day. Make sure you hashtag Trade Centre Live to get involved and catch up on all the chats on the app. Uh, It's been a pleasure working with you today, Luke. I've enjoyed it. Thanks, Jimmy. Me too. Good one, mate. All right, guys, get involved. Hope you enjoyed our chats today and uh, we'll speak to you tomorrow.